Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson, and always in for art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, as far as Russ fans are concerned, happy Russell Westbrook Day. Guys, it is finally done. Russell Westbrook and the Los Angeles Lakers part ways. The Lakers trade him to the Utah Jazz. We are expecting a buyout anytime in the next 24 to 48 hours. And then the Brody will, for the first time, get to choose his new home. Guys, we're going to get into all that right here on the Westbrook Podcast. But guys, I have to ask you first. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, Audible, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. Let's get it. Guys, I know there was a time a week ago where some of us Russ fans, including myself, were a little bit apprehensive that this would get done a little bit worried that Russell Westbrook would be a Laker for the rest of the season I even thought so was not particularly happy about it Lakers fans not happy about it but guys they get it done Russell Westbrook traded to the Utah Jazz in a multi-team deal now all reports are from Wojnarowski uh from Shams from Chris Haynes is that Russell Westbrook will get a buyout for the Utah Jazz. And the latest is he it could happen as early as today, Friday. Um, now, they said he may take a couple of days to make a decision, uh, but that makes sense to me. It's the first time in his career he really gets to choose where he wants to go, what his what the best fit is for him, and not depend on the front office making trades or having uh, all those other things that make it a little bit harder when he, he's not free to to go where he wants to go, where he think he can be who he is and the type of player that he is and things like that. Now, I also think that he's going to take a little bit of time because I think there's a little bit more than basketball uh, on his mind here. Um, that's just, it would be if if I were him. And so he's got to think about his family, things like that. I'm sure the family, I don't know this, but I'm sure the family would like to stay in the L.A. area where family is, extended family is, and things like that. So I'm sure that's a consideration uh, as well. But all reports say that he's going to have quite a few players that want to, or sorry, a few teams uh, that are interested in Russell Westbrook. Now, I know, guys, a week ago they were saying no one wanted Russell Westbrook, but anyone with a brain knew uh, that that's not particularly true. He still does great things for a basketball team, uh, even at 34. He still he still does it. And so, reportedly, and this is just me combining Chris Haynes, Woj, Shams. I'm not combining anyone else because I don't. I, I'll just go with those uh, three credible reporters. So it looks like the Milwaukee Bucks are are open to it. The LA Clippers, uh, from what I understand, uh, as far as LA Clippers are concerned, they've even reached out to him uh, and started, Paul George reached out to Russell Westbrook and started trying to recruit him to uh, the, the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, we're going to get into the Paul George Clippers thing a little bit more because uh, I, I think it's almost inevitable now because it's various things that went on, but I'm just going to go through the list. It looks like the Washington Wizards or another team they're interested the Chicago Bulls are also interested, and then lastly, the Miami Heat. So when you really think about that, the Miami Heat, the Bucks, the Clippers, 
those are three teams that you're 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 automatically thinking with Russell Westbrook that can be a formidable team uh in in the respective conference. And so I'm excited for him to be able to choose where he wants to go. I'm interested for him to make this decision because it's it's going to kind of tell me I know from watching him his entire career the things that I think he's elite at and the things that I think he brings no matter where he is. And then I know what what is great to put around that in order for him to be the point guard, uh, the elite point guard that he is. And he is one of the greatest point guards to ever live. So I want to see him make this decision because it's going to tell me a little bit more about where my mind is and how it's aligned with Russell Westbrook himself based off of the decision he makes. Because you're going to look at the coach that he chooses and you're going to look at the players around him. You're going to look at the shooting around him. You're going to look at the big. And it's going to tell you a little bit more of like, this is what I think from an outsider looking in, looking at Russell Westbrook play basketball. And it'll be interesting for the first time to be able to see what he thinks he needs as the point guard and elite and the Hall of Famer that he is, what he needs to be Russell Westbrook. Because Russ last season, he did say in his exit interview that he doesn't think anyone knows what that means other than himself to let Russ be Russ. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm really excited. But maybe I'm, I'm nerding out a little bit on that part. Um, I, I just want to see where my mind is and compare to his based off of the decision that he makes. And I'm I'm super excited about that. And I find it extremely interesting. Now, let's talk about this. If he goes to the Bucks, the Bucks are the two seed behind the Boston Celtics only by one game. Okay. The Miami Heat are the six seed. Now, they're nine games back of the one seed, but the three games back of five, uh, four games back of the four seed uh, for home court advantage. Okay. Neither one of those teams are in the play. Not one. Now, the Bulls are nine at 26 and 29 um, in the Eastern Conference, so they're in the play in. Um, it's one of the reasons why I don't want to see Russell Westbrook go to the Chicago Bulls. Interesting to see the decision that he makes. I will be excited. I am four hours. I will drive there and go to as many games as I possibly can. <laughs> so uh, so it would be exciting for me because I, I can watch him play um, again. But I, I don't want that. Like Guys, you guys have heard me say on this podcast plenty of times, Look, I want Russell Westbrook to win a chip. It is the only thing that has eluded him in his career. Two-time scoring champ. Three-time assist champ. Triple-double king. Nine-time all-star. You know what I'm saying? MVP. He's done all of those things over and over. Uh, All-star game MVP as well. And so the only thing that is missing from his pro resume is a championship. So I would like to see him join the Milwaukee Bucks, join the Miami Heat, join the L.A. Clippers. Um, like the Chicago Bulls, they got some good pieces over there, um, and I understand that. But I, I want to see the Brody win. He's got to go all in on the chip now. At least that's what I would like to see. It's the only thing. Other than that, his career is illustrious. It's absolutely amazing. So that's the only reason why I'm down on the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Washington Wizards. They're the uh, 11 seed. Uh, they're 25 and 29. They started off the season hot. Uh, has since cooled down. I I enjoyed the time in the Wizards when they were healthy uh, for Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. I, I, I did. I, again, I want him to win a championship, and I don't think you're going to do that as the 11 seed looking to try and get into the play-in. 
you know, I believe Russell Westbrook will get you in the playoffs as he can be if he can be Russ. He did it with DC before. Open to the fans. I just want him to win a championship. This has nothing to do with the fan base. It has nothing to do with the media. They were they love Russ. They were absolutely amazing uh, for the most part. I just want to see the Brody win a championship. So I'm out on the Bulls and the Wizards uh, for that reason. In on the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. Okay. Now we're going to get to the Western Conference. So that's so those are the teams that reportedly are his options in the East. Two seed, six seed, nine, eleven. Now let's go to the Western Conference. So in the Western Conference is reportedly oh I think Denver was also no 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 they weren't that was a fan so sorry about that let me scratch that um, so reportedly the gloss and the Clippers at five um, they're third one twenty seven eight games out of the first um, they're only two games out of three uh, for the Western Conference now the Los Angeles Clippers made a an array of moves that I thought were interesting now they bought in Bones Highland. Which made me a little bit worried at first. Bones Highland to me isn't truly a quintessential point guard. He's more of a scorer, and everybody agrees. Uh, but it worried me only because they um, they basically had Reggie Jackson, John Wall, and Bones Highland at that point. Uh, during, by the way, trade deadline was crazy. Um, so they had three guards, and although he isn't a point guard, it made me a little bit worried because I thought, well, shoot. They, they got three of these point guards, although one's not really a point guard. Um, nonetheless, they have three of them categorized that on the roster now. And then shortly after that, they they got rid of Reggie Jackson and Luke Kennard. Okay? Um, Reggie Jackson, we knew that they kind of wanted to get rid of. I was a little bit worried they weren't. But the, towards the end, they were able to uh, kind of offload him. So And then they traded... John Wall back to the Houston Rockets. And so, um, which I I feel, I know he had a tough time in Houston. Um, hopefully, uh, everything works out for John Wall. Uh, that, that's tough. Um, it was a little bit funny because, like, he seemed like he hated it there. So, it was a little bit funny they did him that way. But nonetheless, shortly after my concern, uh, they offloaded Reggie Jackson and John Wall, their two-point guards. So now they don't really have a true floor general because Bones Highland is not that. So, now, they ended up bringing in Eric Gordon, who is a scorer and shooter. Also, not a person that sets people up, makes people get the ball in the right spots and things like that. They brought in Eric Gordon, but he's a shooter. Uh, And so... The, the way that they moved the roster around. And then they also brought in Mason Plumley. So they needed Plumley as a backup big to Zubak. And so that made a lot of sense. Now, I understand that there are some reports out there that the Russell Westbrook to Clippers is, is a skepticism. Um, I don't think so. They don't have a point guard anymore. Not a real one. And that's nothing against Bones Highland. I think he's a great young player. He can definitely get you buckets. He's just not that kind of point guard that you want next to someone like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George uh, for like, you don't want that to be. So I don't say you don't want him there. You don't want him to be the only point guard 
for those type of players because you need someone who's going to get Kawhi in his spots. You're going to want someone who's going to get Paul George's ball in spots. And Paul George knows that's exactly what Russell Westbrook will do. His best season in his career came alongside Russell Westbrook. He was feeding him. Um, Russ, Russell Westbrook was definitely a great point guard for Paul George, hence why the reports of he's already trying to recruit him uh, to the Los Angeles Clippers. With that being said, all the moves to me just made sense to their moving this around for the great Russell Westbrook. And we get to see the Russell Westbrook-Paul George reunion and alongside Kawhi Leonard because we have unfinished business. That's what Paul George said, right? We got unfinished business. Now, it'll also be a lot of fun because of the storylines. You know, basically Russell Westbrook just moves across the hallway. <laughs> okay. And then you, the Lakers-Clippers rivalry. And Lakers say, this is our town, you know. And, and Clippers saying, here we come. Uh, Russell Westbrook adding to that dynamic, playing for both teams. Uh, so it'll be a lot of fun. Zubox as well. You know, so it'll be a lot of fun. Um Especially if the Lakers could somehow uh, get into the play and get into the playoffs. Uh, maybe though they can meet in the playoffs, and I think that'd be a ton of fun for everyone involved. Uh, so the storylines would be just as fun as the basketball. Uh, I hope that, that that comes to fruition. That that seems like a lot of fun. So that, that's why I kind of think there's a, a lot of merit to the Russell Westbrook to the Los Angeles Clippers. I don't know. That is what I think. Um, if I had my second choice... It would probably be the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, I know people are worried about the Giannis-Russell Westbrook combination. Look, they got players over there that can shoot the rock. So I'm not too worried about that um, at this point. Like, I get it. But Jamarco, you know, the Los Angeles Lakers, he didn't fit there. And look, I think there was a couple reasons why he didn't fit there. Not just that they didn't. No, I think the biggest reason is they didn't have any shooters. Like, none. I don't care what someone's shooting the last 10 games or 20 or this season. I mean, they have no one on that roster when Russ was there that people are worried about that guy shooting a three. So it doesn't matter that, hey, that guy's shooting 37% this year. doesn't matter. It's his reputation. He's a sniper. Because if not, they're still cheating off of him. They had none of those. The Milwaukee Bucks got shooters. Okay, the Milwaukee Bucks, they, like they're known, like like Middleton can shoot the rock. Okay, no, 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 <laughs> there's no one's like, eh, uh, maybe I'll let Middleton shoot. Okay, that's not happening. The Milwaukee Bucks, Bobby Porter's can he can stroke it. Okay, Lopez can shoot. Okay, those are the kind of players that they have that people know they can fill it up, and so. I'm not too worried about Russell Westbrook in Milwaukee. So if I had to choose behind the Los Angeles Clippers, it'd be the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Just like Russ and LeBron are, are, are exciting, were exciting in an open court. Same thing with Russ and Giannis. That'll just be nuts. That That's a highlight every time. And I think they do it more often because I think the Milwaukee Bucks defense is better than the Los Angeles Lakers defense. And so therefore, you're going to get more of those transition opportunities uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks out in space. Now, if I had to choose after that, I'd probably go Miami Heat. Uh, um, people worried about the, the that's that's the only one where I can say there's there's some merit because outside of Tyler Harrow, who are you really truly super worried about outside of the arc, right? And so, 
that's the only time where I kind of agree, like, are you worried about the feet? I am a little bit, but I do believe in Eric Spolstra, right? So outside of Tyler Harrow, you're not too worried about pretty much, you're basically worried about Tyler Harrow as far as the three-point shooting is concerned. So then, yeah, I understand you could be a little bit worried about, okay, so what about the spacing? But they are the sixth seed. They do have Eric Spolstra. They do have Jimmy Butler. That's where my third choice would be. Every, everybody else follows. Okay. Now, I know people were saying New Orleans Pelicans, things like that. Look, I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen anything from those three reporters about the New Orleans Pelicans being an option. Some people say Boston Celtics. I haven't seen that either from someone reputable. Um, and then the Denver Nuggets, this one, I almost said it earlier. Someone else. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the Denver Nuggets as an option for Russell Westbrook um, either as far as those three reports are concerned. So I'm concentrated on the five that I named. First choice, Milwaukee, or first choice, Los Angeles Clippers. Second choice, Milwaukee Bucks. Third choice, Miami Heat. And we'll go from there. Now, I, I do want to talk about a little bit about what I think he should prioritize. And again, I don't know. Uh, this is just my thoughts as a, as a person who, you know, I played through college and <clears throat> you know, and I, and, and I coach and things like that. It's just my two cents. Like I said, I think he should prioritize winning a championship. It's the only thing he doesn't have. He has everything else. He's done it. Now, some people think, you know, sometimes a little bit harsh on that. Because every now and then you hear me say, like, because people like to say, all y'all care about is triple doubles. And I, I, I like to say, I do all the time, like, we don't give a damn about those triple doubles. He's done that. He's the king of that. No question. They would give a damn about these triple doubles. Don't give a shit about these triple doubles. We want him to win a chip. And so when I say that, I don't mean it's not outstanding that he's getting triple doubles. And he's only, I think, three away from, from having 200 triple doubles. Which is insane, by the way, for his career. Um, it's just that it's, it's still an elite stat, even though people don't like to act like it. Um, I'm sorry. He has 199 triple doubles. I'm wrong because I remember tweeting that out. So he, he needs one more for 200 triple doubles. And so it's just, we've already done that, right? So every time he does it, he's just setting a new record. Done that. Scoring title, did that. Sis titles, done that. MVP, done that. All-star MVP, done that. All-star starter, done that. Okay? Done all these things. Team USA, done that. I want him to win the championship. And then the next, so what I want him to prioritize, I want him to finally have an elite basketball coach, guys. Ty Lu, my first choice. Okay? Bootenhoser, now, there's questions about whether he's elite Okay, but is he better than the previous coaches that Russell Westbrook has had? I think so. I know Mike D'Antoni can coach offense, and he made Russell Westbrook super efficient, but that defense was putrid. Okay? So, I mean, maybe you can make a, a case for Mike D'Antoni, but even if you talk about the rest of them, right? Um... And then Eric Spolstra. I want him to have a great coach. Okay. And that's no disrespect to Darvin Ham, who we just came from. Look, 
I'm look, Giannis had nothing but great things to say about Darvin Ham. That entire Milwaukee Bucks organization. Okay. I don't wanna look, he dis I didn't understand his three guard four guard lineups, none of that, but hey. When I'm saying this, I'm not trying to talk mess against the other coaches. I'm just saying I want him to prioritize having a great to elite basketball coach. And then I want him to prioritize shooting. Will there be shooting around him? So that he can do a lot of the things that he's great at doing. Russell Westbrook is still getting the paint whenever he wants. Are there shooters for him to kick out to? Are there shooters that's going to make the defense kind of hug them a little bit so that he has lanes to get into the paint? I want to him, him to prioritize, is there a big who can set good screens? I think that's important for Russell Westbrook. I think Steven Adams was instrumental for Russell Westbrook at OKC in those years because of how great of a screen setter that he is. John Morant gets to get the same treatment in Memphis now. So does he have a big that's an elite screen setter? Zubox to me is a great screen setter. You know what I'm saying? And so those things matter. I also want him just to think about his his family like go where you think your family's going to be happy go where you think your family's going to be safe um and i don't mean that look i'm not talking about all fans but they have a whole contingency plan for his family just in case something terrible happens uh he said that a while back. I want him to be safe as well. So I want him to prioritize all of these things. So that he can be the best version of himself. Because I don't care what anyone says. If all you can think about is if your family's safe. I mean how how well do you do your job? No, don't I'm not saying he did. Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook. What he's averaging off the bench is off was off averaging off of the Lakers bench is amazing. No one's ever done it before. So I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying like you have to be in your head worried about is my family safe? What are my kids hearing about me? You know, and so I just want him to be able to think about the basketball aspect, the big, the shooters, the screen settings. You know what I'm saying? And then make sure that is the style of the team does it fit Russell Westbrook? You know, I've been saying for almost two years now, the reason the Russell Westbrook LeBron James duo gets a little clunky in the end game is because Russell Westbrook is notorious when the game starts to get to the end and the pressure mounts. Because of the kind of player he is. And it works out far more for him than not. He likes to speed the game up. In those same moments. LeBron James notoriously wants to slow the game down. Right? It doesn't mean there aren't plays where Russell Westbrook puts his hands up and says no, 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 let's set this up. It, I'm just saying generally in those last five, four minutes. 
Russell Westbrook wants to speed it up. He's the fastest player on the basketball court. Get everybody good, easy looks early in the shot clock. Get to the rim. Things like that. Where LeBron James notoriously wants to slow the game down. He likes to walk the ball up and then be uh, just and, and slice and dice uh, while using most of the shot clock. And so I want him, like things like that. That's just an example of style. Things like that. Like what fits, wh- what team more closely fits his style of basketball? That's what I'm looking for. With Russell Westbrook choosing his new team. And I, it's, I'm so fascinated with the opportunity to be able to align my thoughts along with his based off of the decision that he makes. I'm excited. You should be excited. I appreciate all the love I'm getting on Twitter and things like that. But God, I just want to say something. Let it be. We move. Don't, don't let... The trash talk, other than what Dave McMenamin said, he was wrong about that vampire stuff. He was wrong. It was unprofessional. It was unnecessary. Now Nina's got to explain to her kids what the heck they just heard on TV. It was wrong. It's flat out wrong. The Lakers media, I don't like it. It's so unprofessional and unnecessary. It's absolutely horrendous. But outside of that, even I said something about that. Outside of that, this little fan duel, look, let them Laker fans be Laker fans. Russ fans be Russ fans. And I'm not saying all like friends is bad. I got something that's, that's cool. Okay? But I'm just saying generally Russ fans, leave that mess alone, man. Let it be. We move. Leave that mess behind you. Let them bark. It's fine. We move on. We'll have a new home soon. And I'm excited for a new, new chapter of Russell Westbrook's career. But right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, JD Jackson at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. So please, please hit subscribe. Guys, we should have a new home here within the next 72 hours. We should get viral information, I believe, within the next 24 hours. And I will be right here on the Westwood Podcast. I am back and excited and as motivated as ever on this podcast. I got in a low with the Lakers. It just was, was messing with my head. But, you know, we got a new chapter started here. Thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, until next time.